Hey guys, welcome back to the MotorGrow podcast. Thank you so much for all of you that are also watching on the YouTube channel, these videos. Uh, if, th- if those of you that are listening don't un- know already, we have been posting all of the video formatted podcast episodes on the MotorGrow channel on YouTube. So check it out, hit the subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it. Today's topic is going to be about gas prices and what you can do in order to save money this year because inflation's going up we have seen it last year it already started and so we kind of were expecting it and with this war going on it's not getting any better and it's not going to get any better so be expecting prices to at least skyrocket by you know a dollar two dollars you never know it could skyrocket more than you know up to five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars per gallon. You never know for the price of fuel now. But I watched a episode or a video from Johnny with Blades of Grass Lawn Care. Shout out to Johnny if you're listening to this. He had a episode on gas prices are so high. Try these tips to minimize the shock. And so I wanted to create my own version of that in a podcast episode form. Let me adjust my mic real quick here. Okay, there we go. I wanted to make my own kind of take on it and share with you what I'm doing this year in order to save money. Let me know how the audio quality is. Um, You know, we'll do more of these if it's all good and If you guys enjoy the audio quality, if you enjoy the video quality, let me know. Um, We're still trying to work with the lighting. we got a ring light and we will probably hang up more lights or something to make it more of a studio. But if you guys have not been following me, we just have moved into a new house. And so these walls are bare bones. So you might hear a little bit of echo, but we will work on it in order to create a better little studio, a little better backdrop than just plain old white walls and doors. But anyways, uh, for those of you that are listening, yeah, it's pretty boring, the video. (laughs) So you're not missing out on anything like I always say. Uh, Those of you that listen, if you you do listen via podcast, uh, 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 via a podcast platform, you don't miss out on anything unless I inform you and then I just tell you, hey, go back and watch the video if you have a chance. But more than likely, I won't be showing you any like side clips or anything like that. But you never know. We'll see where this goes. So for episode 62, um, we are going to be, again, talking about the price of gas here in Idaho. It jumped over $4. So now it's I filled up for $4.19 yesterday. And it was like half tank and I spent like $60. And I'm like... Half a tank, $60, insane, right? It was just, it was shocking to me. (laughs) And so uh, I watched Johnny's video and it was quite encouraging. And he was telling everybody how, you know, you shouldn't be panicking. Um, Things, you know, it happens, guys, and you should be prepared for it. And here's the steps that he took. Um, I don't know if he got them written down. I don't really want to uh, go through them. I watched this video a few days ago. One of them was don't carry so much weight on your trailer and truck because that way, you know, you're not carrying as big of a load. And so that way, 
you are basically increasing your fuel efficiency and not having to pull so much weight uh, you know for your truck to waste so much fuel so that way you could save enough you know you can save some money on that end by not pulling so much weight so that means yeah don't carry four or five zero or four or five uh, two or three zero turns on your trailer if you don't have to if you do have to then obviously do what you got to do but don't carry like five backpack blowers and three hedge trimmers and four trimmers two edgers a bunch of spare blades like a toolbox you guys don't really need all of that stuff if you're just out there mowing you know obviously tools will come in handy just grab what you need for that day and head on out and so there's a lot of ways to save weight on your truck and trailer um if that was and that was actually not one of my uh five that i will be doing so um, that was just one of Johnny's. I wanted to clear that up, but it was a very good tip. And that's what I will actually be. Um, it wasn't my five that I'm going to share with you today, but it was just one that I would like to share with you guys and one that I will definitely be incorporating um, and watching out for throughout the year. So my top five is, and uh, I, how, how should I say this? Um, well, let's just go through them. Let's just go through them. So we'll talk about them, each one. Number one is to save on fuel, right? That's what we're talking about. Save money on fuel since gas prices are so high. I am, which I already did a little bit, but I am slowly going to convert all of my handheld equipment to battery. And I'm not talking about electric, right? Because some people confuse electric corded versus battery. And I know you could say electric battery. Well, I guess the, uh, the, the dilemma here is a lot of people, when I say, well, I switched over to, you know, electric and they all assume that it's corded. It's not corded guys. I'm not going with the corded stuff and I'm not using customers electricity. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, I want to utilize or I'm, I'm switching to battery and not corded there's a big difference okay battery i mean that's like using a corded drill no one wants to use a corded drill everyone wants the you know versatility of a battery drill they could climb up into a roof and you know and and screw in some screws on uh, uh plywood man it's been a long time since i've done some construction um but yeah i mean i'm switching over slowly i already have two units that are my edger and trimmer that are both battery i'm slowly going to be buying um now you guys know i'm brand loyal to steel i've always ran steel and know how to repair it so it's an easy choice for me to switch over to a brand that i enjoy and have a lot of knowledge about and so that's the brand that i'll be going with is uh is steel now there's a few things that i don't have which is um, hedge trimmers i don't have any battery hedge trimmers i did have a corded one back in the day <laughs> yes that's right but i don't have a battery hedge trimmer i do have a battery handheld blower but it's milwaukee and i'm slowly going to try to sell it and switch over to steel again i want to run one brand with one battery 
excuse me. <laughs> I want to where <laughs> we're not cutting that out. All right, it's all completely raw, no edits. We're going to run uh, one line of battery products, which is going to be steel. And steel makes a ton of different power tools. They, I mean, handheld outdoor power equipment. Um, they even make mowers, but we're not getting into that. We're not switching our mowers to battery operated just yet. Okay. They have yet to impress me and steel has not impressed me yet with their battery line of mowers. I was eyeing one, but you know, four or $500 for just the mower itself. No batteries is quite a, uh, quite a nickel out of the wallet. If you know what I mean? So it's a big, big expense. And it's something that shouldn't be used commercially yet. Steel does have a line of battery products that is the AP series. They have AI, AK, and AP. Obviously, AI is your, you know, 10 minute a day residential homeowner. Or uh, better yet, for the elderly, I'd always uh, pitch it to the elderly like, this stuff is so lightweight. I mean, I could lift it with my pinky, especially the trimmer. It was super lightweight. It ran 080 line and it was like the bare bones of a battery lined product. Now this was an integrated, their AI is integrated battery. So you actually have to charge it like a cell phone. So they have the AK, which is your residential. And I would say kind of topping slowly creeping into the commercial line, but still some of the AP products are considered residential still. And so they're not fully commercial yet. Now I have got my hands on the KMA 135Rs. If you guys haven't seen those, they're, if you're a residential homeowner, it's kind of pointless to buy it because it's so powerful and yes, this is a battery product. It's so powerful that it will it will outdo any probably FS90 and under trimmer with a trimmer attachment. It's compared to a, a, a KM130. It's almost got the same RPM uh, shaft speed on the on the head, and so um, you know it's it's very comparable to the gas KM130. Now I owned, or I'm sorry, KM131. I've oh, I do own the KM131R and compared both of them. And I might do a comparison on this channel. Who knows? On the uh, Moto Grow channel, I might do a side by side comparison. See how they, uh, which one's better and which one's not. I've kind of done it before. I did a review on the KMA135R, but I will. Um, I'll do a more in-depth, like gas versus battery. See which one's better. Ooh. If you guys don't know me yet, I go off on rabbit trails and then I have no idea. I have to like go back, go back, go back. And not. And I sometimes I can't figure out what I, what path I went off of and what I was talking about. Uh, but yeah, switching over to all handheld battery equipment. Just got the blower left and also the hedge trimmer. I just want to buy one hedge trimmer. I don't do a lot of hedge trimming, but I do want to buy one hedge trimmer. I do, um, and this is like a designated hedge trimmer, the one you hold <laughs> like this, you know, when you do this. But 
I want to, uh, I already have like the KMA-135R and the hedge trimmer oscillating attachment. So I don't need like a, a designated battery hedge trimmer. What's the point? Man, you got the KMA line. I mean, you got the multi-tool line, or you could call it whatever. Steel calls it the combi uh, line. So uh, that's just the, the line I use. Echo has one. Uh, Milwaukee has one, right? A lot of these companies coming out with that multi-tool line where you can put a bunch of attachments. That's just the way to go. Okay, if you're listening right now and you don't know what to buy, if you're thinking of buying a designated this, that, this, that, look, look into the multi-tool line if you're going with battery or gas and i'd recommend both of them okay i, I would I'd recommend both so number two i'm sorry that took a little bit but number two is and i already done this okay those of you that are wondering is to bring back the open trailer instead of the enclosed now obviously guys again those of you that know me for a while been following me we moved all right, we moved to Idaho, uh, city of Coeur d'Alene, which is right around 30 to 45 minutes away from my clientele in Washington state. So it's not a far drive, it's not a big drive, but it's still a drive, right? 30 minutes before you can service a property. That's a long drive, right? Some of the, some of the you know, I already have two designated days, Thursday and Friday, where I'm actually gonna be heading out Thursday and servicing properties, coming back home. Friday, going back out, servicing the properties, coming back home. All right, and I'm done for the week. Um, sorry, I got a hair in my in my mouth. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is going to be Idaho only. So I'm not going to go drive out there to do estimates. Um, I probably will not take on any new clients in Washington State because I will try to slowly, slowly, but surely grow in Idaho. That's just my goal. See, I go again off a uh, rabbit trail and I got to catch back up, see where I was at. We're talking about bringing back the open trailer. I already bought one. It's a six by 12 enclosed. It's got two foot mesh walls all around and uh, love it. Already got all the mount or the uh, racks mounted. And so it's ready to go for the season. Um, put up signage on the sides. You'll you'll see the update. Um, I'll probably do like a 2022 lawn care trailer setup. Let me know if you want to see that down below. Leave a comment if you are are, are watching on YouTube. Leave a comment down below uh, stating. I'll, I'll probably do it anyways. But <laughs> if you guys really want to see it, let me know. Um, so we got it all ready. And the reason why I switched and the reason why it'll save me gas money. Oh, I guess I didn't say why switching to battery will save me gas money. Well, guess what? You're not going to need to buy two-stroke fuel no more, okay? You're not going to have to waste gas driving there. You're not going to have to waste gas buying a can if you don't have one. You're going to waste gas buying two-stroke oil. On top of that, filling it up, paying for the expensive gas, and then driving your truck back. And if I... If I'm being honest with you guys, I recommend ethanol-free fuel, which is way more expensive and way more, uh, you know, you're going to be paying 30, 40, $50 now just to fill up your two and a half, three gallon can't, you know, tank of gas. And so price of gas has just gone skyrocket. 
or gone crazy or it skyrocketed. And so sure, some people might say, well, how much have you done the equation? How much are you going to waste on electricity charging those guys? It takes like an hour, two hours max to charge all your batteries, especially if you have like those dual charger battery or dual chargers or sequential chargers that charge your battery in under, you know, two, three hours. It's not going to take a lot. All right. You're going to be spending (laughs) five, six dollars. I mean, every single, uh, no, what am I talking about? No, you're going to be okay. I'm not, I'm in no way like a mathematician. I've not done my research yet. I'm sure people have done the research, but I would want to say that, okay, let's just say each charge and you charge every single day. Um, Let's just say you work five days a week. That's 20 days. You have to charge your batteries in for 20 days. Multiply that by $2. Okay. So for the whole month, you're spending $40 on on an increased electricity bill to charge all of your batteries. Well, how often do you fuel up those cans, right? Because if you're spending $40, $50 every single week, on fuel for your two-stroke equipment, then you're up in the 200, you know, plus just on two-stroke fuel and oil and driving there and back, right? You got to accommodate all these other factors. So in the long run, that's just, again, I have no facts um, kind of backing my, um, my data, I guess you can say, but it's fair enough to say that you're not going to spend over $40 charging your batteries. If let's just say you charge them every single time from dead to hundred percent. And it takes you what, two, three hours to charge all of them every single day for the 20 work days that you have in a month. Um, if you do work five days a week. Yeah. You're, you, I, I, I think it's fair to say that you'll be spending probably around $40. If that probably less any of you electricians, um, no, give me a comment, uh, down below in the YouTube video. Well, enough on that one. Um, wait, hold up. <laughs> See what I mean, man? I lose my position. Number two was to bring back the open trailer. Obviously it's more fuel efficient than pulling a six by 12 enclosed trailer, right? You don't have the, uh, wind blowing back on the enclosed trailer, stopping your truck, and it's just more fuel efficient and much lighter than an enclosed trailer. So save money on that end, gas money. Also number three is use a fuel savings card. Guys, if you aren't using a fuel savings card that's knocking off five cents, 10 cents a gallon, you guys should be investing or looking into getting something like that. There's many programs out there. There's many uh, apps um, companies out there that will save you money if you use their card. I personally use Gas Buddy uh, to save money on every single fill up. And Gas Buddy doesn't associate with all gas stations, so uh, they're just kind of pick and choose. And also, Gas Buddy on the app, it'll show you where the cheapest priced fuel is. So I know a lot of people say, well, don't go with the cheapest. Well, sometimes, you know, if you are tight on your budget, on your fuel budget, then maybe you do want to go and use that route. Or maybe you just don't care about your vehicle or truck or equipment. Then you go with the cheapest gas. 
gas buddy will tell you where the cheapest fuel is. So it's very helpful, very, um, very nice of an app. Uh, they've been around forever. I mean, five, six years ago, I've seen this app on um, Google Play Store. If you are an Android user, if not Apple, I'm pretty sure Apple has it as well. Um, you can find it on there, right? Gas Buddy, look it up and read all about it. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not trying to sell you nothing, but it is free. Okay, it is free. So keep that in mind. Number four is route density to a T. Now, guys, this is very important, um, and everybody should be doing this. You can't be planning your routes where you're driving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and going like this. Well, I should say more like this, right? You don't want to be going back and forth house to house or going here to an estimate and then going here to an estimate and then servicing here the property and then going back here because someone wanted an estimate. No, you need to do route consolidation and you need to be like this, right? Efficient, all in one line, and then you're coming back home. Or you're driving all the way to the first property early in the morning, you service that property, and you're trailing back home while hitting every each and every house. So that way at the end of the day, you're closest to the house, and boom, you're right there, okay? <laughs> visual with my fingers. So those of you that aren't looking uh, or that are listening, you're probably like, what is he talking about? Yeah, I'm just drawing a line with my finger, right? A zigzag line means you are not efficient, but a straight line back and forth means you're very efficient. Obviously, you're not wasting fuel uh, going there and back, go there and back, you know? Well, what happens if you have lawn care estimates to do? Well, um, if you want to do them during that day, find where the closest property is that you're servicing to that location and hit it when you're there, right? So um, let's just say the customer's not available, you know, well, okay, then just reschedule for a day or try to try them next week, you know, um, or try them on a different day or I, I don't know, you, you figure it out, but, you know, try to be as efficient as possible. And if you are doing lawn care, like mowing lawns, you really don't need the client to be there. You just have a flyer or a business card and leave it at their doorstep. And, uh, you know, before you show up, tell them that you're going to show up, just look at the property and send them out a bid, right? They don't really need to be there unless there's, um, special attention to things and details that they want to do. Then yeah, set up a on-site estimate visit with the client. So route density, right? Get it down to a T. Very important for those of you that are just starting out. Very important to um, redraw your routes. And I know there's like Google Maps sometimes does it where they will. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if Google Maps does it or not. I know on like Lawn Pro software, they you are able to um, pay like $10 extra a month for routes and it'll input all of your addresses for that day and give you the best, the most fuel efficient route for the day. You get what I'm saying? And so that's on Lawn Pro software. It's not free. You have to pay for it. Um, check it out. If you want to look, look it up Lawn Pro. I'm not affiliated with them or anything. I don't get any commission from saying that. All right. One final thing is how to save money on gas. Well, um, 
This, I don't know if this one counts. I don't know if this one counts. If it does, let me know. Raise your prices. That's it. Just raise your prices. Well, you say, how does that save money on fuel though? Well, I don't know, but it saves you money, <laughs> right? So, well, let me tell you how it could save you money on fuel. Because maybe you have some customers that are your low bottom feeders and they're super far away. Well, if they're your least profitable clients and they're way, way out of your service area, but you're like loyal, dead loyal to them and uh, you know, it's Mrs. Jones and she's been your client for 10 years and you know, sometimes you just got to let them go or sometimes you just actually have to price out how far away they are plus do a price increase on their property. Right, so if Mrs. Jones is $30 and she's so far away, it's like a 30 minute drive from everybody else, and you're going 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back to another property, you're spending an hour just driving, and let alone and also on top of that, you know, 10, 20 minutes to mow her grass, all for $30. That ain't gonna cut it, guys. That is at least that's not gonna cut it in 2022. So you need to raise the rates and also cons consolidate for drive time. Because this is one thing people don't understand is, well, yeah, you quoted $30, but did you quote, did you include, did you incorporate you know, all of your overhead? That includes drive time, windshield time. No one's paying you for that. So are you incorporating it into your estimate? Are you? Are you truly? Are you tacking on an extra $5? And I'm not saying you tell the client, well, it's gonna take me, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get to your property and then 30 minutes back. So I'm going to have to charge you $20 They'll be like, what? Like, or I'm sorry, $20 extra on top of your 30. They'll be like, what? You know, <laughs> I never, they'll, they'll tell you, you know, no one has ever charged me to drive for the drive, right? They just charge for the service. Yes. Because nobody ever says we're charging you for the drive. Okay. It's just not common. So don't ever do that. Just incorporate it. Say it was like $30, right? And I don't recommend $30 cuts. Even in 2022, uh, your minimum should be 40, 45. That's just in Idaho, Washington state where we are at. And I know it could be different. Some of you are still probably cutting for 35, which is fine. But definitely don't be cutting for 2025. I don't think those lawns exist anymore unless it's like your next door neighbor or something. But I'd recommend doing that for free. All right. Unless they're really mean neighbors, uh, then, you know, stay away. <laughs> but uh, that's, you know, your relationship with your neighbors. Um, yeah, raise your prices. You know, it's 2022. Gas has gone up. The price of groceries have gone up. Everything has gone up. And I'd recommend your prices to go up because people understand. Like, what I don't get is... There are so, and I want to do a separate podcast episode on this because people make it so complicated and people are scared. And I, when I talk about people, I'm talking about lawn care business owners. Some of you are so scared to raise your prices. Guys, what is so, what's so scary? What's so scary? Are you afraid that the client's going to say, you're crazy, you're nickel and diming me. Oh, if you're going to go out of business because you you raise me 250 or you raise me $5. They ain't going to do that. 
Okay, they're not going to do that. I was in the same position. I was in the same position as you were. A little scaredy cat business owner that was too afraid to tell Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, we're going to raise you by 5% or we're going to raise your service by $5. Look, how did I overcome that? Guess what, guys? There was no communication whatsoever unless customer called me and noticed it. But I did not tell one client that my prices were going up the way I do it. And I'll, again, I'll make a podcast episode if I have to, if you want to know about it. The way I do it is I resend them an estimate every single year. Now, it might not work for some of you. Some of you might be in Florida or, or Georgia where you're mowing all year round. It's understandable. Okay. You're in a different position, but I'm talking about cool season grass, four season states where you have winter off and you're obviously not mowing in the, um, in the winter time. And I'm not talking about contracts either, like yearly contracts. So that's a whole nother thing. We're talking about a la carte mowing, right? So you are, they're re-signing, uh, or, you know, you're resubmitting an estimate. If you're this way, if you operate just like me, you resubmit an estimate every single year with their price, they sign it, accept it. It's on file, right? Um, that's key. Make sure they got, you got an estimate on file that says they've accepted it because they can't hurt you. They can come back and bite you. Um, make sure that's on file and they clearly accept it by the click of a button and it's all documented when they did that the time and everything lawn pro does that for you um that they've accepted the estimate and the price and that's it right and now you're just coming there mowing every single week we only do weekly every single week and charging them that new price so should i say to clients oh there's a price increase no i don't have to unless they call me and they say Hey, Phil, I'd like an estimate. How much is it going to be this year? Well, then I tell them, well, all right, it's, you know, it's going to be 52.50. I don't even tell them the price of the last year's price. I don't say, oh, it's going to be 52.50. Last year you were paying 45. We had to increase your rates because yada, yada. Guys, the less talking, the better. Just say it's going to be 52.50. You want it? No? Okay. Have a great day. Remember, customers are not your friends. Okay, and I'm not, I know some of you might build a relationship with your customer. Guys, business is business, okay? Keep relationships out of this. And I'm not talking about being a mean person. I'm talking about being a business owner. We're in this business to make money. And we're in this business to survive because that's our livelihood. That's how we make money. And if you're not raising prices, then I'm sorry. You know, you might be going out of business soon. Let's just be real. If you're... Still charging $20, $25 on average cut. Uh, I would rethink um, I would rethink that price. And I would definitely consider setting a minimum of at least $35 to not, if not, maybe $40. First of all, um, those of you that might be saying, well, Phil, how about if I raise my rate and they, you know, half of them decline? They won't decline. If they, if let's just say you have 30 clients that you service on a weekly basis. All right, no, 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 take this back. Let's just say that you um, serviced 30 clients, serviced last year, 30 clients you finished off. And now this year, you're going to be sending all 30 of those clients a new estimate. 
it's your decision. If you want to do the same price, if you overbid on all 30 of them, be my guest and don't raise your prices. But if you are going to raise your prices again, my way without telling just, you know, on the estimate, sending them a new estimate guys, more than likely, first of all, they won't notice. Okay. They will not notice. And if they do, they'll just call you and say, Hey, was there a price increase? Uh, what was my price last year? If they ask those questions, be like, yeah, sure. Here, here's your price last year. It went up by $5. And if they say, oh, okay. They'll more than likely be like, oh, okay. All right. Just checking in. That's it. You know, it's nobody's fault if they don't get informed of a price increase, right? Because they have, you send out an estimate with their new price. If it's increased price, whatever, with their price. They have to look over the estimate and then click accept or decline, right? If you have a software like Lawn Pro, I need to stop mentioning Lawn Pro, man. They got to be paying me for this by now. Um, but, you know, they either accept or decline. That's their choice. It's their responsibility to notice the price increase or the price in general. I had one guy that never looked at the price, just accept and say, yeah, dude, just come. Just come. I don't care what it is. Just come. And I was like $40 one year and then I went up to 45 and then up to 50. And then he calls me and he's like, Hey Phil, uh, so you've been doing my yard for like three years now and you've never raised my price. Uh, I was just wondering why that is. I'm like, I have been raising your price. He's, <laughs> he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I went 40, then 45, then 50 every single year, went up by five. And he's like, huh? Yeah, well, now I know to actually kind of take a look at it. He's like, but continue your service. Love it. You know, again, I don't care how much it costs, but uh, I just wanted to kind of clarify that. And I'm like, man, all right, sounds good. <laughs> you know, So it was nobody, nobody's, it was not the business owner's fault. It was the customer's fault for not ever noticing. So look, take this advice for a grain of salt on how to uh, save money this year in 2020, how to save gas money. Um, with everything going up, you know, fuel is going up like crazy, right? We're just talking about how to save money on gas. Well, you know, some of these, this, this advice can save you money in general. Um, but majority, they were kind of targeted towards saving money on fuel, except the last one. <laughs> the last one is just like, you got to do it. All right. You got to raise prices. Again, if you guys want me to um, do an episode on raising prices. Uh, I'll do it. You know, I'll probably say the same exact stuff, but it'll just be a designated episode. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a long episode, 34, 35 minutes. I haven't done one this long in a while. And let me tell you one thing. It is 11 24 PM and on a Sunday night. All right, so Monday tomorrow, I am got a few things, got some estimates to do, got actually a washer and dryer that's coming in. We're gonna install it because this rental didn't come with a washer and dryer, so we're getting in that installed tomorrow. Got to be here for the install, and for some reason we have a small water leak that I contacted the property manager for. They're gonna come and look at that leak tomorrow. So busy week to, or busy. Tomorrow, that's why I wanted to make this today so I can publish it um, 
you know, have it ready by Monday or Tuesday or night or something like that. Have it uploaded on the channel. So yeah. Um, also, if you guys are wondering, um, you know, if you say, Phil, well, which one's going to come out first, the video or the podcast episode? I'm going to have the episode and podcast, or I'm sorry, the video and the podcast episode come out at the same time. All right. So there's no confusion on, you know, did I miss one? Did I not? And also you'll see the titles. The, the titles for the episodes are the same. Uh, now, for those of you that do listen to the in uh, via audio format on a platform, I will have videos on the Motor Grow channel that are lawn care related. I mentioned this in the last uh, podcast episode video. Uh, I will have videos on the Motor Grow channel that are lawn care specific. So they might be like a trailer setup and you won't hear about it on an episode. It'll be a, an actual designated video for that channel. So be sure to subscribe to the Mo to Grow channel. And check it out. We revamped it recently. It looks real nice. Looks all professional now. And also make sure to subscribe to the Phil's Lawn Care channel, which is the main channel, my main channel, if you guys haven't already. And one more thing. Check this out. Uh, for those of you that are listening, I'm showing a 15% off coupon to Home Depot. And that Home Depot, that the local one that I went to, um, the one that's close by to my house. It's got a Toro Time Master. Yep, the one that broke last year um, is sitting out on the side back there in pieces. So, thinking of using this. I don't know. Should I buy it? Should I not? 15% off, knock off what? $150 off the machine. It's $1,500 brand new. So, if I did my math right. <laughs> Anyways, guys, take care. God bless you. Uh, let me know if I should buy that or not. The Toro Time Master. I do have a Turf Master. It's super heavy, though. Love my Time Master, but unfortunately, mine broke. And so I might buy it. So if you guys think I should wait, or if I should just go ahead and use the coupon, because prices are probably not going to get better, um, let me know. Let me know in the comments down below on the video. Uh, if you are just strictly listening, if you aren't affiliated with YouTube, if you don't like YouTube, uh, email me, philslawn at gmail.com, all right? God bless you. Take care, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.